Welcome to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and this is a podcast about minimalism, sort of. It's a podcast about how living with less stuff and less distractions can help us focus on what's most important. So what you'll find here, of course, we will talk to cluttering and living with less, but we'll also talk about the important things in life and how to approach them intentionally. We'll approach topics of motherhood, home life, relationships, work, our health, and the important things in general that fill up our days. And what you won't find here, a perfectionist version of minimalism. I'm a mom, a full-time teacher, and a podcaster, and I've found the version of minimalism that you may find on Instagram or Pinterest to be unattainable. We aren't minimalism purists here. We're simply focused on living with less in a way that's realistic to us. It's a version of minimalism I personally like to call minimal-ish. The goal is not living with less for the sake of less here, or to make sure our homes make us look like a minimalist. The goal is living with less in a realistic way so that we can have more time and space and energy to focus on what matters most. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and I am excited to be bringing you my first solo episode in quite a while. Just a quick recap for you if you are new to the show. I just had my second daughter, so I have been kind of off for a while of releasing new episodes. Last week was our first new episode. Before that, I re-released four episodes that are some of my favorites from the beginning of the show. So if you haven't listened to those, those are great places to start if you decide you like this episode and you want more. And today we are going to talk solo, which we do at least twice a month, all about summer. Do you remember in like middle school, maybe you can relate to this, but I remember signing one another's yearbooks at the end of the year, all of the excitement for the summer to come. And a lot of people would sign things like stay cool. (laughs) But one of the things I remember, and it's just been playing in my head for no reason lately is the abbreviation HAGS, H-A-G-S, which stood for have a great summer. So I want to talk about how we can have a great summer, or at least some ways that I am making sure to incorporate as summer begins for my family so that summer can run smoothly and we can just squeeze all the joy out of it possible. So for me, a great summer is, in other words, an intentional one. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, really, is how do we have an intentional summer and how do we have a joy-filled summer? Today, I'm just going to cover six ways that I am planning to have a intentional and great summer, but obviously, this is just scratching the surface. There are many ways to choose intentionality this summer. Back in 2019, when the podcast was pretty new, I created a mini course called your intentional summer. So I decided to bring that out of the archives. And what that course does is it just touches on what I like to call the heart of minimalism, the deeper side of minimalism, and it applies it to the summer. So it's really applicable to all the days (laughs) of our lives. It talks about the concept of enough gratitude, contentment, and how we can align our days to our priorities 
So if you would like to dive into all of that with five bonus audio podcasts that are in that mini course, it's an audio mini course, you can head to DesireeEndries.com slash Your Intentional Summer. That's DesireeEndries.com slash Your Intentional Summer to find out more about all of that. And you may have taken that course way back when. You might want to dive back in again, or it might be completely new to you. So just wanted to bring that out of the archives for a resource for you this summer. It really does just get to the deeper heart of minimalism. And it, like I said, it can be applied to any time of the year, not just summer. But today we're going to touch on a few of those things and a few lighter things as well. So let's dive in to our episode today. As we go through a few things that can help us fulfill those middle school yearbook signature dreams of having a great summer. I think we can all agree that we want to have a fun, joy-filled summer with the people that we love. But the definition of what a great summer looks like is going to look different for all of us. So the very first thing that we need to do is we need to think about what a great summer would actually look like for you. And while the definition of what a great summer looks like is probably going to be very individual to all of us, and it might change based on our circumstances, our interests, our lifestyle. I think we can all agree that an intentional present summer is probably part of what would make this a great summer. How often do we let these seasons of the year that we look forward to often just pass us by without the intention that we had hoped for? So I want to just be purposeful today, plan, think about some ways that we can kind of ground ourselves in intention this summer, and make sure that the summer really is an intentional and present one. I think a great summer involves being intentional about our time, where we spend our time, and making sure that we set aside time for ourselves and for the things that we love. So the first thing, I want us to list out what matters to you, first of all, this summer as an individual. What are some things that are really important for you to make time for? When we think about the summer, we might have a little bit of a different rhythm depending on what your life looks like. Like maybe you have at least some kids that are in school or daycare or preschool for some part of the year and then they're home in the summer. Maybe that's true for you, maybe not. But if it is, if your summer looks anything different than the rest of the year, then we need to be intentional about how do we make time for the things that are important for important to us the rest of the year that maybe we have a rhythm that we do make time for? Now we need to shift that. So maybe it's something like moving your body or journaling or anything that makes you the best version of yourself. How can we make time for those things this summer? doesn't have to be a lot of time. I, moving my body is very important to me, but my life just very much shifted. I just had a baby. so. Lately, I've been taking my four-year-old and my seven-week-old to my garage gym, and my seven-week-old will either stay in a stroller or just somewhere safe, like a bouncer or something like that. And I just work out for as long as I can until either of them lose their mind. (laughs) And then, you know, at that point, I just call it good. So it can look like that. Maybe you get 20 minutes a day, maybe 15 But that 15 minutes of whatever it is, journaling, reading, um, moving your body, or maybe all three of those things somehow throughout your day, you just find bits and pieces of time to be able to do those things. Those are going to give you a great and intentional summer because they're going to help you be the best version of yourself. 
What are those things for you? How are you going to make time for those things this summer to your best ability? Not going to look perfect, right? Maybe even not daily, but the best you can do. And then another thing is what matters to you this summer as a family? So it's not just about you, right? It's also about the people that you love. What do you love to do? What's important to you as a family this summer? Maybe it's a lot of things you want to do throughout the summer. Maybe it's just a few things. Maybe you just want to relax this summer, list out what matters to you as a family, and it would be something that you want to intentionally think about beforehand so that you make sure it happens this summer. So when we think about our time, our time for ourselves, our time doing the things that matter with our families this summer, the universal truth about that time is that it is not unlimited. If we're going to have time for the things that matter to us, if we're going to have time for the things that matter as a family, then we have to say no to the things that don't matter. Whether that's like having a perfectly clean house and saying no to constantly picking up your house or saying no to signing up your kids for a million activities or saying no to signing yourself up for something that would be possibly fun but just isn't one of those main things that matter and is going to put your time towards something that just doesn't matter as much to you. So saying no is an important factor if we want to have time for the things that matter most to us this summer. The second step is kind of phase two, <laughs> um, and that is a plan. So we want to make time for the things that matter to us this summer. We need to also be able to plan out those things in some way. You know, plan out that time of day that you are going to be able to do the things that make you a better person. We kind of already talked about that. But also plan out the things that you want to do as a family. You know, maybe there are things that involve a little bit of planning. And if you don't stop and plan those things out ahead of time, it's not going to happen. Maybe it's just making sure you head to the park for a picnic once a week. That's one of the things we've been really enjoying. You know, at the beginning of each week, plan that out. What day is it going to be nicest to do that? So this could be a plan that you print out some calendars and get started on right now. But it could also be a set time in your week to sit down and plan out the following week. Another thing is, maybe for you, summer is going to be a time where you have more time. That's true for me because I'm a teacher. So maybe you want to make sure that you work on some relationships that are harder to work on throughout the rest of the year. If that's true, if the best summer for you would also look like meeting up with some of your friends throughout the summer, devoting time to building community, then maybe that's something you need to plan out right now. Like text your friend and plan at least one time to meet up this summer or maybe put a couple of dates on the calendar. Things that would get away from you if you don't sit down and intentionally plan them ahead of time. To have a great summer, first we're looking at where we spend our time and making sure we have time for us and the things that matter most to us and time for our family and things that matter most as a family. And then we need a plan. But not only planning for those things that matter to us the most, but you also might need an actual plan for the days at home. This is, again, true, especially if you have more kids in the house than usual, right? If you have kids that are home from school for the summer. So maybe you need some type of plan, a loose schedule, chore plan, I don't know, something that is going to keep your sanity, keep your kids' sanity, make sure that the whole summer is not just like chaos and driving you crazy because the routine is different than it usually is for the rest of the year. 
The third thing I think is important in having a great summer, as we're talking about all of these great things, like making time for what matters to us and making time for what matters as a family and planning it all out. Third thing I think to follow up is we need realistic expectations. We need realistic expectations about our summer. Obviously, things are going to happen. Things are not going to go the way we planned them. A family meeting might be a good place to start to just talk over, you know, what's our summer schedule going to look like? What do our days look like this summer? Um, How are we all going to have, you know, time to ourselves or time for the things that matter to us? How are we going to support one another so that we all can have a great summer together? Does that make sense? So having realistic expectations, not just for you, but for the rest of your family and putting this together, um, maybe, you know, having a family meeting of some sort or at least talking through this with your spouse is probably a good place to start so that you are all on a similar page as the summer begins. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I want to take a quick break to thank the sponsor that is making it all possible. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, stress, changes, grief, moments of growth, and moments where we feel like we're taking a few steps back. We've all experienced something like that, and it's important to show up for yourself through all of the struggles that life can bring. BetterHelp Online Therapy is here for the twists and turns, and they'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I leaned on BetterHelp during the beginning of the pandemic when I just really needed to talk to someone with the anxiety that I was experiencing. Through BetterHelp, I was matched with a professional therapist that really helped me through. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. And you can log into your account at any time, send a message to your therapist, and schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, and I love that they make it free to change therapists if that's needed. BetterHelp is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being because you deserve some inner peace. So you can visit betterhelp.com minimalish. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for minimalish listeners. You'll get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com minimalish. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Number four is gratitude. So this is where we're going to dive a little bit deeper over the last few tips here. But I do think that summer is a great time, if you haven't already, to start a gratitude practice because what a great time to lean on some good vibes, right? When it comes to gratitude, you know, it literally is something that can change our mood. It's been studied that our mood can change just from a gratitude practice, just from even, you know, listing it out with a pen or even just in our heads if we need to just do it fast. Thinking about the things that are good, thinking about the things we are grateful for is going to change our mood. So this is a really great time to do that and then continue it on to life in general and every season, but to Again, if this season looks different than the rest of the seasons, maybe if there's a little more chaos in your house, you know, the good kind of chaos, like more feet running around than the rest of the year, then it's a great time to practice gratitude to put yourself in that good space at the beginning of the day, but also looking at like, how can I lean on gratitude in those moments where it gets hard so that I can put myself 
back into a better mood amongst all the chaos. This is something that takes time to have that kind of in-the-moment reflex to lean on gratitude. Something that I have learned is that if I'm in the moment and literally like in it, like I've got my four-year-old having some big emotions or, you know, I'm just feeling overwhelmed for whatever reason, I need to walk myself out of that situation, get myself to a quieter place for like a second to be able to lean on gratitude. So that that could look like my daughter is in the living room, you know, having a moment and I'm feeling that impulse to just like react. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I need to just walk into the hallway, like just walk out of that room. As long as everyone's safe, just walk into the hallway, take a breath, remember what I'm grateful for, remember that she's four, right? And then I can walk back into it in a better state of mind. So that is kind of what the in the moment gratitude practice looks like for me. But I just think it's a really great time to start a gratitude practice if you don't already have one. It's a great time to make sure you are continuing it (laughs) if you already have one. So um, maybe this is like part of a morning routine for you, or maybe it's something you do in the evening. It really only has to be like write down three to five things that you are grateful for, specific things, and then move on with your day. And number five is to prepare your home for summer. To have a great summer, having less chaos in our house is definitely going to help. A couple of places that I suggest decluttering as we move into summer is the entryway and coat closet, right? Because those might be full of other season things like winter things, spring things, and maybe they are overflowing. I know mine kind of was, um, both my entryway and my coat closet. So to get these things clear, to have only the things that you're going to need for the summer there is going to give kind of, you know, that fresh start when you walk into the home or when you leave the home. That's a great place to prepare your home for summer. The kids' spaces, playrooms, um, their rooms, wherever they are going to spend a lot of space. If you have more kids home this summer, that's a great place to declutter and give them a fresh space so that they can, you know, have more intentional play or just somewhere to feel peace throughout the day. Yes, I know that it can be hard to declutter our kids' spaces because they don't want to let go of things. And that's a whole nother topic for a different day. But I do have episodes on that and I will link them in the show notes. Another great place to prepare your home for summer is any outdoor spaces that you might have because you might be spending more time there this summer as well. So those are just three ideas. You know, wherever you spend a lot of time this summer, any area of your home that maybe feels overwhelming right now that you think would make a big difference if you just spent a little bit of time preparing those spaces for summer and making some space, decluttering, those are great places to spend your time on. You know, it would be really great if we could just declutter our whole homes in preparation for summer, but most of us don't have time for that. So that's why I wanted to give you a list of things that might make a big difference as we are moving right along into summer. If you do have more time on your hands this summer, it might be a great time to dive into a whole house declutter, but I don't think that we can get there before the summer even begins. My last tip for having a great summer is to prepare your wardrobe for summer. I've been talking about this a little bit on Instagram, but as a postpartum mom, I found that I did not have any summer clothes to fit me. So I leaned back on the idea of creating a uniform as my wardrobe for the summer, which just means, you know, picking a few styles that I really like, a few things that I know I keep going back to to wear, and buying a few variations or colors of those things. 
I bought a few shorts that fit me. Um, I bought a few shirts that I feel comfortable in for the summer. And I am just creating this minimal but very practical summer uniform for myself. You can go to Instagram, find me there uh, at Desiree.Endries, and I shared more about that there. Preparing our closets for summer and having clothes for the summer that fit us is not just about the practicality of it, about just literally having clothes that we're comfortable in. It's also about the fact that summer is the biggest time of year, I think, for most of us when body image issues pop up. It's when we struggle with confidence. It's when the health and fitness industry is slamming us with messages that we need to get our bodies into summer shape. And while there is a lot of mindset work that we need to do there, sometimes confidence comes from a choice to decide we deserve to have clothes that fit us. A choice to decide that we're going to wear the shorts and wear the bathing suits no matter what the tag size says. And a choice to do that even when we don't feel 100% confident the first time we're putting those shorts on or that bathing suit. Because with time, as we continue to decide that we deserve to not be super hot in the summer and cover our bodies up all the time, we will become more confident with our bodies just as they are. We don't need to change anything about our bodies to have an intentional summer. And even if we did, which we don't, there's not any time for that at this point anyway. Summer is basically here. And while we can move our bodies and feel them well to honor our bodies and keep them healthy. There's no reason to force ourselves smaller just so that we can feel confident enough to wear shorts and a bathing suit this summer. We can prepare our closets for the summer by choosing to have clothes that fit us. And then, and then also by getting rid of the clothes that are in there that we keep telling ourselves we want to fit back into because that is going to impede our confidence if we are thinking, you know, we will feel better when we can fit into those clothes. So get them out of there, whether you fully declutter them or just put them away. If you really want to keep them, just put them somewhere else. Have a closet full of the things that fit you, the things you feel the best in, and that will help you have a great summer this summer. I hope that these tips today help you have the best summer and an intentional one, whether you take all of them and apply them or just a few. If you want to dive deeper into kind of the deep side of this, like gratitude, and then dive into the idea of contentment and the concept of enough, where we'll talk a little bit more about those body image and confidence issues, you can head to DesireeEndries.com slash Your Intentional Summer to grab that audio mini course. It comes along with a workbook to kind of guide you through it and help you really apply these concepts to your life and get and really dig into the heart of minimalism, minimalism for our days and minimalism for our mindset. That's at DesireeEndries.com slash Your Intentional Summer. I'm so grateful for you that you are here today, that you listened in. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you could share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, text it to a friend, however you want to share it. Whatever social media platform you'd want to share it on, any way that you share the show is always helpful and always greatly appreciated as we invite new people into this community. Another way to do that and support the show is to give it a rating or a review. If you are loving it, positive rating and review goes a long way to get the show in front of more eyes and ears. Thank you so much again just for being here and I will talk to you right back here on the show next week.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.